Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. This is Season 1, Episode 17, titled Debt and Real Estate Part 1. If you all have been listening to the Small Scale Life Podcast or Healthy Lifestyle Podcast recently, you've heard me discuss our plans to move from the city to the country. We've determined that this is the best way for Julie and I to achieve a sustainable life through developing relationships and skills in the rural areas. Others are on this path as well. We've talked to a lot of people on the Small Scale Gardening Group and the Minnesota-Wisconsin Regenerative Agriculture Group on Facebook, and they are all on the same path. Our good friend Jay is also on this path, and he returns in this episode to talk about his blog, condotocompound.blogspot.com, how he is paying off his debt the hidden costs of buying a house and home buying fever. It'll be an interesting discussion. Unfortunately, it did get cut short due to Jay being called the principal's office, so to speak. You'll hear it. I kept it in it just just for a good laugh. So we recorded this podcast a few days before the first year anniversary of the Small Scale Life blog. I'm thankful that you're here listening to our podcast and reading the content on the site. We've got a lot of new equipment that we just purchased and invested in Small Scale Life and the podcast, so I'm really looking forward to the future. We've got a lot of things planned. This winter is going to be very productive on the writing and podcasting side. Um, got a lot of things that I want to do and places I want to take this blog and podcast, uh, YouTube channel, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all of these social media aspects working together with the blog. I've got a lot of good plans. I hope you're going to stick around and enjoy it. Uh, We've got a lot of great interviews that are going to be coming online. Uh, We just did a great one on the Healthy Lifestyle podcast. Uh, Drew Sample and I did a great interview that I think you'll really enjoy. And uh, we're going to continue to do weekly podcasts on the Healthy Lifestyle podcast and also the Small Scale Gardening uh, podcast. We're going to continue with that. So the future is bright for Small Scale Life and the Small Scale Life podcast. Um, we're going to have Julie, my wife, start up on the Small Scale Life podcast. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. So things to look forward to. I'm really thankful that you guys are here. Um, the podcast has been going great. We've had some really good listeners to the podcast. We recently broke 3,200. We're getting a couple hundred or more per podcast, and that's really exciting um, for being such a new podcast. Yeah, we're almost up to 3,300 uh, listeners to the podcast. Unique downloads are, are about 2,500. So it's really exciting that we are getting so much uh, interest in what we're doing here at Small Scale Life. Great things are coming. Um, I know I need to be one of the things I'm going to be working on here, and this new equipment will really help us, is uh, being more consistent with content on the site, more consistent with the podcasts. Um, you know, a couple weeks or so between uh, podcasts is just too long. We need to, I need to uh, shorten that up. But with the new equipment, uh, the sound is really fantastic. I'm really excited about that. Um, and I'm looking forward to working uh, working to put more information on our site. So uh, I think over the next year, over the next two years, it's going to get really interesting as we start to implement our moving from the city life to the rural life. And uh, I'm really excited for this. Julie and I are very excited. We really want to uh, document how we do this. There's a lot, of, like I said, there's a lot of people that are really interested in doing this. So we've made some decisions on how we're going to do this. So stay tuned. It's going to get really fun. Um, And uh, with that, uh, happy birthday, Small Scale Life blog. And thank you 
listeners, followers, friends, family, strangers. You're not a stranger if you're here. So uh, thank you guys for supporting and being here for Small Scale Life. Now, without further ado, we'll talk about some friends uh, for Small Scale Life podcast, and then we'll get into the Small Scale Life podcast itself. Before we get started with the podcast today, I'd like to talk about friends of the Small Scale Life podcast. Our friend Jason Dolan is telling his story as he transitions from an urban, suburban life to starting a homestead in the country. He's doing this on his blog, condo2compound.blogspot.com. In this blog, Jason is taking us on his journey through his thoughts, ideas, plans, and actions. We'll see and learn firsthand as he shares his progress, successes, and failures. So if you're thinking about moving out to the city and starting your own rural home or homestead, check out Jason's story at condotocompound.blogspot.com. Friend number two of the Small Scale Life podcast is Drew Sample and Scott Hebert at thesamplehour.com. Drew and Scott's weekly podcast is all about the successes and failures with their urban farming operations in Canada and Ohio. Their podcast is called Failing Forward, the Profitable Urban Farming Podcast. They discuss what they have completed, what is and isn't working, and what they plan to accomplish over the following week on their urban farms. They talk, they laugh, they sing, and they take their shirts off, whatever they need to do to fail forward and win at life. And finally, we have local author Aaron Clary from CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. He has just released a new book titled Reconnaissance Man. In this book, Aaron recommends that young men and women take time after high school to explore the country, find out who they are, where they belong, and what they want out of life. Become a reconnaissance man or woman. It's easier, much more fun, and it's how life was meant to be lived. This book is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. Now, without further delay, here is the Small Scale Life Podcast. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. This is your host, Tom, and today I have my good buddy, Jason Dolan, from Parts Unknown, actually from out on the East Coast. Jason, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm, uh, you know, currently at work, so I'm just, uh, you know, if we if we get a call, <laughs> I, uh, I may have to run, but I'll be back. We can sort of edit that out or whatever, but well, I'm well, doing well, man. That's the beauty of... Uh, this podcasting stuff, we can stop, start, go sideways, which we yeah. always seem to do anyway. So what the heck, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm I'm glad I got you on. And and where do you work? So everybody knows. I'm a firefighter, a paramedic, in on the East Coast. There you go. Yeah. So, so the last podcast I had you on, we uh, you were podcast. We were doing a podcast inside a fire truck, and it was your off hours, so it wasn't. Like, yeah. And no one was in danger. No equipment was not being used for you know the good, the good work of the people. But uh, that was kind of right. cool. I think it was the first ever podcast from a fire truck. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it uh, it made for an interesting um, made for an interesting environment to do the podcast. And it was kind of nice actually. It was kind of like a little recording studio. So. Absolutely, yeah, that was cool. And then I think a call came in, and it just everything went topsy turvy. Yeah, what everything yeah. upside down and sideways. So <laughs> yeah, yep. Well, um, you know, 
it's four days. We're four days away from Small Scale Life's birthday for its one-year anniversary. Um, we started on the 16th of last year when I had uh, left my old job, started a new one, started up Small Scale Life. So we are we are on almost the eve of our birthday, of, of this yeah. plog's birthday. That's pretty cool. And uh, for all the followers, um, maybe you heard podcast number one. Jay was my man, my wingman on that. Yep. So I'm yep. really thrilled that he's on uh, tonight and we can talk about a few things. So thanks for being on, my friend. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure, man. Cool. Happy to help. Yeah, yeah. Happy to be on. Well, and for those of you that don't know, uh, Jason does have his own blog. It's called condo to compound.blogspot.com. Um, and, uh, he's got a few posts on there. I'm waiting for the next one with, uh, with bated breath. So he started his blog after we had episode seven, where we were talking about, uh, moving out to, uh, small scale life podcast, episode seven, we were talking about moving out to the rural areas and what we're going to look for and what, how things are going. So it's a good time to check back in uh, with Jason to see how, see how things are going. Yeah, yeah. You're probably going to hear some talking in the background. I got coworkers all over the place, so that's all I'll right. try and I try and keep the noise down as much as possible. They're heroes. But, uh, They're, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Right on. Right on. Yeah. So, how are things going? I mean, you've been looking for property. You've been doing some things with your budget. Things are happening. So, where where are you in the whole process, my friend? Um, right now. So, I when I initially started. I had a plan. I made a plan to be on the uh, Dave Ramsey, you know, steps and get rid of that, get rid of the, get rid of the debt, get rid of all that stuff, and try to get some cash flow going. Right on. And I, I've been, I've been working my tail off. You know, there's plenty of spots to fill. Um, there are, there's plenty of hours to be worked. And judging by the classes that I've been taking. Um, I've been learning that your income is your biggest, you know, your biggest resource to knock this debt out. Well, I, like a lot of Americans, accrued a lot of debt when I was a little bit younger and foolish, didn't manage my money very wisely. Hmm. And now I wouldn't say I'm suffering the consequences, but, you know, you, you start to talk to some friends of yours that you realize that, you know, wow, these people don't have any monthly payments. You know, they're not, they're not driving around the, um, the nicest cars they're not you know but they have a nice house that they've made their own and they have you know their family and things like that so um following these classes i started to realize that i uh, my money is going in the wrong direction you have to kind of tell your money where to go so tried the budgeting thing and tried to make it work for me and it always seems like once you start to get ahead the issue that you run into is you start to realize like holy cow I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm making a lot more money than I thought I was. I can afford to buy this or that or the other thing. I started to get the itch like I did last time. And this time it was for a house. The first time I saved up a thousand bucks really quickly. I started paying off debt. My car went, you know, went kaput. And, uh, I ended up taking out a, a loan and it's been a long process to get rid of that car and pay that thing off. It's been great. The car's been great, but, um, now with my girlfriend, we've been wanting to get out of the city. Sure. And the, um, the big change is now it's a house. So now we're, we're going from a you know, $10,000, $12,000 purchase to 
three hundred thousand dollars right. just as a ballpark figure. And that's so and that's a that's a big house, man. Big house, lot of land out, you know, for for wherever you are, I'm sure. Uh yeah, yeah. And even with our goals, you know, we're we're looking at uh we're looking at you know, two to five acres. You can go on the website. I got a few just kind of rambling articles yep. about it. Yep. But we're looking for like two to five acres, um, and somewhere outside of where we live. Where we live is a very busy, very just crowded, and it's just a different. It's a different speed. We'll put it that way. Um, so as we look for these places, the first thing that happened was my girlfriend, bless her heart. We, you know, we started to find these places and we, we, we really started to like these houses. We'd go and see them and we'd oh, look yeah. at them and be like, oh man, you know, the down payment's only this much or, you know, we're only going to do the three and a half percent. It's not a big deal at this point, you know, and we'll just make it up and we'll work overtime. And, um, thankfully it's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Right. Admiral, Admiral Akbar, I needed his help a couple of times. You know, I had a bunch of friends, you being one of them, a bunch of buddies at the fire department. Um, one discussion in particular was with a friend of mine who just built his own house on 10 acres of land for about cool. $215,000. And, uh, he said, you know, you don't want to be house poor. Yep. He's absolutely and right. Yeah. It, listening to, listening to a couple of podcasts like Jack Spierko's podcast, which, I mean, we talk about it all the time, but, yep. you know, he said, take whatever you're doing and if you can stomach it watch the home and garden channel for an hour a day and take notes. And when you take notes right on the top, don't do 90% of this stuff. Nothing, nothing happens in a 47 minute show where they do a full remodel of a house and make a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Um, right. And And we've seen seen the show flip or flop. You've got the property brothers, uh, those mm -hmm. people out in California, you know, these, these houses, starter houses are, half a million dollars and it's it's ridiculous i mean i don't know who's affording this stuff or what they're doing but wow i more power to them and and even chip and joanna Gaines down in in uh, texas you know where baylor is um uh, waco texas the prices are more reasonable there but man they are gutting these places and it's it's a long process it's not a weekend operation to totally gut a house and rebuild everything no way you've got to get permits and you run into things all the time and it's a mess and and jack talked about that too don't go into buying a house and expect you're going to totally you know put this addition here and that addition there you might have to work with what you got for quite a while you know yeah yeah and i mean it's it's reflective of the culture you have to look at who's selling you what I mean, it's, you know, news channels and all that stuff, not to venture too far off of this, but, you know, any 24-hour news channel is going to keep alerts and breaking news and all that stuff going. So you stay glued and they're selling you something. It's not the news that they're reporting. It's the ad space they're selling. The same applies for the, um, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines, creative, great couple. Chip's hilarious. Oh, Awesome. I mean, they'll never hear it, but... They'll never hear the show. Maybe they will. Who knows, Chip? Joanna, if you're listening, hello. Um, That's right. We love you having you on Small Scale yeah. Life Podcast, and I'm yeah. sure Julie would jump right on here and, and ask you a bunch of questions. <laughs> of course. A big, of course. She's a big fan. Of course. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it, it's it's great. Their line is great. Magnolia Home is great. Everything that they're doing, the brand that they've built is great. But along the same lines – 
do you really need a $149 lamp or do you need a lamp that lights up a room? You know, at some point you're going to work and save up and maybe you can make that lamp. I, I guess, I guess the short version of this, not to insult Chip and Joanna Gaines, but the short version of this is that when you actually think about it, you're going to need less house than you think you need. Correct. We don't have any kids. We live in a thousand square foot condo right now, which is just enough space, but we hate the kitchen. So we're, we're looking at a place and that's one of our sticking points. It's like, okay, what, what's the space that not only does the kitchen exist in, but where can we expand it to? And we're going to do that with a set of tools and YouTube, you know, you can do anything. And that's a, that's a hat tip to a mutual friend of ours, Aaron Clary, that said that, you know, Hey, and that's good advice. That's just good advice. You can learn to do anything. Right. You can, you can add on to the house, you know, whatever, find your building codes, get in touch. God forbid, if you have an HOA, let me tell you. Um, yeah, that's a red flag is the HOA. And, yeah. and you know, we yeah. lived in a, in a, a beige neighborhood down in Illinois and we did have an HOA. Fortunately, they were uh, pretty powerless because no one really paid attention to them, but it was pretty onerous. I mean, we would, if, if the HOA was acting like it was written, they needed to approve any landscaping. So if you wanted to put a garden in, you wanted to put a tree in, you want to change your shrubbery, you needed approval, you know. And I think they got a little more muscle, or, or maybe it was just a neighborhood. But, you know, they were telling people to put in that wrought iron fencing that's, that's $100 <laughs> per foot, you know. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. You know? Everybody has to have a beige exterior paint color, you know. Yeah. But, so, that's so here's exactly the thing. true. Yeah, here, and here's the thing. Uh, we started looking at these houses, and like you said, the starter home, the $500,000, the, like, this place is perfect. Our families can come for the holidays and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, that would be great. But then I started to think about it, and I asked around about it. I'm like, the, the mortgage payment's only 1500 bucks. We don't have enough to put 20% down on a house. There's your first mistake. And that bumps it up to 1900 bucks. And my buddies are talking to me about this and they're saying, dude, it's not 1900 bucks. It's nope. going to be like, it's going to be like three grand. Exactly. So just, just be ready. And the more research I do about it, you know, listening to podcasts and talking to people who have owned multiple homes and that what they tell me is that it's pretty simple. It's, um, you know, don't overspend your means. And honestly, the realtor I have, said the same thing. He's like, I'm not sure that you want to buy this house. Oh, wow. How unusual. (laughs) Well, and you know, this guy does a lot of great things and he Mm -hmm. really looks out for his clients. Um, the, the the darndest thing is he's looking out for us. And, you know, we started and we were looking at 390, 425 and these were beautiful homes. And we were thinking we can do this and this and this and this. And he's thinking, okay, well, you're both, you know, blue collar workers you guys make a decent living but you know it's a half a million dollar home when everything's said and done oh yeah so the more look at the long arcing back around to the budget thing we're starting to look at these houses that are about half you know two hundred thousand dollars 225 250 they sit on land they're livable they're great places but we can make them into exactly what we want so, so don't, don't buy the house thinking that you don't want to change anything. Buy the house thinking you're going to do a long-term project on it. 
because you're going to be there for a while, whether it be the land, whether it be adding buildings, adding rooms, adding a bathroom, whatever you want to do with it and budget accordingly, because you don't want to be as I've heard tons of people say, you don't want to be house poor. Like, Oh, we can't, we can't go on our yearly vacation because we're house poor. We have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. not not sixty thousand dollars in debt, but five hundred sixty thousand dollars in debt. So, thinking about it now, we're in a great position. You know, you and I had this discussion yep. about, hey, maybe maybe renting isn't so bad right now. Don't buy into the trap that everybody falls into. Like. Well, real estate is pretty good right now. You may want to uh, pick a house up. You're not filling up your tank with gas on the right day of the week to save 20 cents. This is a huge investment. And so the more we look at these things, we're realizing, okay, we can pay off our debt, fund our emergency fund for six months, purchase a house with the 20% or even more. You know, if we find the right place and instead of scrimping and saving to try and fix the water heater or the air conditioning or putting it on credit. Oh, yeah. That's even worse. Or on your home equity line that you're going to take out, right? All right. Talking to a buddy of mine that just bought his house. He got married, bought a house. He's having a kid. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I just signed up for this credit card and it um, putting all the furniture on it. It made me sick to my stomach. He's like, yeah, it's got a $40,000 limit. I'm just going to put the the furniture on it. I'm like, whoa, Whoa. no way, man. That's brutal. He's like, yeah, if I pay, I got two years, no interest. It's fine. I'm like, well, good luck to you. So. Well, and, and, uh, oh boy, there's a lot of takeaways. I mean, that debt load. Yeah. It, it's killer. And, and I ran into this down in Illinois where we had our house and, and the, uh, you know, it was a nice house and a not a great neighborhood, awesome neighborhood. But man, the payments started racking up, and yeah, the utilities, all those things. You live in an expensive area. Food was expensive. Gas was expensive. You know, all those things start to stack up. Even here in the Twin Cities, the market I think is um, too high. You know, and the average house yeah. here is like two hundred and twenty-five, two hundred and forty thousand dollars for a you know for a house here in Minneapolis, and you can go out into the rural areas and hopefully have a cheaper standard of living, get a couple acres, get five acres, you know, a fairly decent house for 200 or less, you know. And that's yeah. really what, you know, and, and to have a slower-paced lifestyle, that's what we're all about. So that's what we started looking at. And I know, you know, when we were talking, it was like, oh, man, he's, he's, he's got the itch, you know, and that's bad. And when you fall in love with that place, that's even worse, you know, and, and suddenly you're going to make that offer and you're going to be sweating it, looking at interest rates. And then the realtor's going to say, oh, another uh, offer came in. We need to go full price on this. And it's just, or we need to go over the asking price. That's even worse, you know. And uh, it's better to wait and get that debt paid off, get that, get that war chest full, you know, so you can make the down payment. You can have some money to work with afterwards. And, man, when you're house poor, anything, that car repair, the water, like you said, the water heater, something's going to fail. And you're going to go, oh, crap, where's that money coming from? Get the credit card, get the home equity line, and then it starts to snowball the other way. And that's never a good thing. Right, right. Um, Dave Ramsey, I'm going to pull this up. Let me uh, let me see if I can find it. I got to move. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, sorry. Through here. So, uh, let me see. 
And and we were just talking too. I mean, there's a news story that just came out, and maybe you're pulling that up, but um, there's a news story that just came out that said seven out of ten Americans have less than a thousand dollars in their in their account right now. You know, they could not find a thousand dollars in cash, liquid cash. Right. And, right. You know, that's that's your initial baby step one. Emergency fund, you know, if if you have a car repair or something, and you can pull on that thousand dollars in cash. Right. A lot of people just don't right. have it. I mean, they're living hand to mouth, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's absolutely true. Uh, what does he say? A home is a huge financial blessing if you have money. If you don't have money, it becomes a curse because the water heater breaks, the heat and air system goes out, the wind blows shingles off the roof. Houses cost money. They're a good investment, but they cost money to operate these things. You've got to be prepared. If you move into a home with three student loans that have been around so long, you think they're a pet, MasterCard, you've discovered bondage and American excess, two fleeced car payments with no money, you move into that home, Murphy will move into your spare bedroom. So, I mean, he's got all these you know, catchphrases that he uses, but it's a good, it's a good, solid thought process to have though. And far too many people out there are doing it the wrong way. You know, if, if I could do it again and all this advice that I give to these younger guys that I talk to at work, you know, these young guys that, you know, they live with their parents, they, you know, and they're, they're banking these checks. He's like, uh, let's say $2,000, $2,000 paycheck after taxes. Right. Yep. They maybe pay a $250 car payment and they're just making minimum payments and not doing anything else. And I tell them, like, you need to, you, you need to pay the car off as soon as you can. Yeah. Like, well, why? Well, why? I said, what if I handed you $250 right now? What would you do? Like, that'd be awesome. I said, well, you're giving that away so you can drive that truck. Absolutely. It's a nice truck. You know, but pay the thing off. Make $500 payments. Right. Make $500 payments because you, if you make the $500 payments, you can cut that time in half, pay less interest and get that truck. It'll be yours sooner. And then what? Then you have, then you have, it's not a liability anymore. The car isn't a liability. It's a resource that you use to make you money. Right. Same thing applies with the house. You want to go into it with a full head of steam and be able to actually, you know, provide yourself with the ability to, what if you want to do an addition? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You, mm-hmm. You're going to sign up for a credit card or, you know, so yeah, if you can just pay the guy, pay cash. I mean, oh my gosh, that is such a different mindset than what we've been told. And uh, yeah. you know, I, having been a house owner for many years, uh, even with the newer house, um, the house is less than ten years old. We had to replace the roof because the the contractor did a terrible job, and uh, right. we had to. You know, in this house that we're in right now that we're renting, it's an older home, 1940s, uh, post-war home. And gosh, what's gone wrong with it? The uh, uh, the water heater went out. The furnace went out. Um, the, uh, gosh. The, Jason the, Dolan, when you can, come to my office. Ruh-roh. Yeah. Sounds um, like the captain wants to me? talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, we'll have to put this on pause. I'll call you back in a little bit. Yep. Bye. Bye.